Good morning. Welcome to today's devotion. Today, I'm going to talk to you about things that are so chaotic. Well, um, before I get started, I'm going to tell you guys, uh, I appreciate you guys hanging out and listening, but this week I had the opportunity uh, to visit my son and my daughter that's in uh, the army, and one was graduating from boot camp. And what's interesting is my daughter's uh, boot camp team was Team Chaotic, Team Chaos, Team Chaos. So the Lord began to give me this word, and I'm going to take you through uh, just to recall. Um, our assignments may sometimes appear to be in disarray. But I believe that we're fully equipped to handle things when God places us in a task or situation. I'm going to start with Joshua. Joshua was given a task to get the people of Israel to the promised land and distribute their inheritance to them. Now, Joshua knew that he was assigned for the task. And he knew that this was something that God had called him to do, right? So Joshua was called to complete this task. So we see that in Joshua chapters 1 and 2, and I invite you to go read. But then Joshua knew that he had to prepare to fulfill the task. So we see him in Joshua 3 as the spies go out there and obviously it was obvious when they come back that even more confirmation that now it's time to move in a particular direction. But Jericho exists, right? And there is this huge wall. What happens? When things seem to be chaotic or in disarray, do you readily fall back? And believe that God hasn't called you to do a particular thing. Now, you say that God gives you a job and God gives you something. But what happens when things are not going according to the way that you believe? Let's pray. Father, in these brief moments of this devotion, Will you make it clear? Will you speak to me? Will you speak through me? Will you speak in the lives and provide encouragement to those that are listening, those that are confused even during this time, even when things are going wrong in their lives and not sure what to do? Lord, will you provide them an answer? In Jesus' name, amen. 
Let's pick up at Joshua chapter 4. At Joshua chapter 4, we see that God performed a miracle sign and, and in all of their lives because when God calls you to do a task, yes, there's, even though you don't know how it's getting done, God provides miracles and, and that's what he does. He supernaturally does something that open up doors that we wouldn't ordinarily open up, calls us not to pay for something, calls people his favor to follow us because we're his children and he's just doing it because he's the Lord. But then it, the most important thing, here's where we're going to start today, is Joshua chapter 5 because before the task began, be, in the midst of disarray, in the midst of disorder, Joshua chapter 10, before the first battle, the circumcision must begin. Ooh. Chapter 5, circumcision, meaning there, there must be a cutting away of my flesh and your flesh. Let's pick up chapter 5, verse 2. At this time, the Lord said to Joshua, make yourself flint knives, circumcise this new generation of Israel as we've done before. So Joshua made flint knives and circumcised the sons of Israel. Hmm. Let's talk about it because in this new generation, they're going in a place like us. He's taking us, remember our memory verse? He's taking us in, this is something new. Can't you, can't you perceive it? According to Isaiah 43, go back and look at that. Isaiah 43, verses 18. Hey, I'm taking you guys in something new. Don't you perceive it is? It's already happening. So now because this new person that I am, I must, and you must write this down, sever my old patterns of doing things, my old way of trying to solve things, my old way of thinking. Let me pause right there. As a drill sergeant in boot camp, one of the first things that the, the drill instructor's job is to do. Their job is to take all the bad habits, take away all the bad habits a soldier has and to teach them to do something new. Number one, how do they accomplish that? By putting them in situations that are chaotic, putting them in situations that are disarray. Why? Number two, their job is to get them to stop relying on themselves. And number three, remember, their job is to get them to accomplish things as a team, not as a self, not as yourself. So, wow. So these things for us, the purpose of circumcision is to, and God put us in situations sometimes in, 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 a, in a place to where we're at a place of surrender, in a place where we're most 
vulnerable. And this is what we see in Joshua chapter 5. In Joshua chapter 5, just when they've all the men have been cut off, nobody is ready for battle. And guess what happens? It appears that the battle is just about to happen because now there appears before them a man ready to fight. But what Jesus began to do is he began to show up because when we can show up in our place of vulnerability, that's when Christ said, okay, now you're ready because you've put down your guard and you've let go of everything. And that's the drill sergeant's job. Okay, now that you had a place, okay, I give up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's going to keep making you do push-ups. He's going to keep making you exercise until you guys get it. And that's the place in which now he said, okay, now they got it. Now we can move on to the next phase. So I'm going to give you, let's put a scripture on this. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 16. It says, so from now on, we regard no one from the human point of view. Though you, according to the worldly standards and value, though we have known Christ from a human point of view, now we no longer know him this way. We no longer look from a human perspective. He said, because therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, in other words, your previous conditions have passed away and now you've been made new. There is a new way of thinking. So the purpose of circumcision and the, the before you get into what God has moved you into, he will make things in a place where there's disorder, chaos. But in the end, his goal, let's see what his goal is. But all these things in verse 18 are from God who reconciled us to himself into Christ. His goal is to make you and make us acceptable to him and to give us a ministry, a reconciliation, so that we are an example of what Christ looks like to the world. That's the whole purpose. So just like the, the drill sergeant, his job is to complete and make the people soldiers to where they let go of their, their old patterns of thinking and, and understand that, that now it's not about you. It's a bigger mission in mind. And what Christ is saying, it's not about you no longer. I need to circumcise your heart. And Joshua, he had to circumcise them. I need you to cut away your flesh because if I give you this new thing, and you're not prepared. You're going to be doing the same thing. So it's like you're going to take old furniture into a new house. And we all know. So we got the old stinking patterns of 
the old furniture is stinking up the whole old the new house. And that's not going to work. And then he says, that is, in verse 19, that is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting people's sins against them, but counseling them out. Remember, that's the task that God has is doing into the new believer's life. The whole task is to give us as an example to the world, understanding that, hey, why are you so happy when people look at us? Why, why aren't you frustrated? We're in a chaotic situation. Well, sometimes it takes a soldier to understand, hey, yeah, I'm equipped for this. I'm built for this. Even though that this is a chaotic situation, we're together equipped to work as a team to get through this. And then, then he says, so that we are, and this is what I mean as a team, ambassadors of Christ, as though we're making his appeal to us and pleading on his behalf, Christ to be reconciled. Christ himself reconciled himself to God. He made Christ, who knew no sin, to be sin on our behalf. In him, we have become righteousness of God. That's it. It's only through Christ that we can get things done. Joshua runs into this man in Joshua chapter 5. He said, are you for me? Or are you against me? He said, neither. What should I do, my Lord? He said, take off your, your sandals. This place that you're standing is holy. How many of us would get to the place to where we're truly circumcised, to where we can recognize the place that we're standing, no matter how chaotic it is, no matter how much of disarray we are, to where you say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just like the, you, you get a chance to say to the drill sergeant, yes, sir, yes, sir. And it's a place of vulnerability. I'm here to do as you want me to do. I'm here to be your service. What is it that my Lord would say? And he says, so let's start there. Once we start there, then we can see the next things to do. Because one of the things that you're going to see, God gave him a battle plan like no other battle plan. A battle strategy like no other battle strategy. But it took Joshua to surrender his ideals. It took him to surrender his thought process. It took him to be open to what the new thing that God was doing. And when we're open to the new thing, we can undoubtedly go into what he's purposed us to do. Let's close right there. See, disarray is actually God's way of making sure that we understand that it's not about us, but it's about him. Father, we thank you we thank you for sending your son to die completely for our sins. 
We know that if it was for us, if we had to die for somebody else, we would have shrink back. We wouldn't have did it, especially for people that are spitting on us, cursing at us, stabbing us, accusing us. But you did it. You took on the weight of this world, and we thank you for that. So in that, you equipped us. You empowered us with the Holy Spirit to stand in the place of reconciling this world, a world that's in disorder, disarray, and making sure that they know that you exist and that you love them. So as we take this word, we take this word first to us and we embrace what you say. And we wanna thank you that you fully equipped us and prepared us as soldiers of Christ on a battlefield. And we thank you in Jesus' name, amen.